After 7.30, Gilly, uh, head of Wes Agar's performance tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he gets Pfeiffer, I'm telling you. So do I. So do I. I'm just surprised because his form doesn't sort of warrant it. But one man who's back, and it is great to have him back. Uh, and oh, he, is it what? He's probably walked into a bit of a uh, proverbial this morning because he, because the cricket's on, so all the car parks are closed around Optus. He's had to park over in um, Como and walk over <laughs> the bridge. Mark Duffield after eight mornings with Mark Duffield. Yes, I parked near the Como Field Hotel. <laughs> came, came from a different angle, tried to enter the Corporate Sports Australia office, and Chris, luckily the producer, came out and said, Hey, Duff, come over here. The air. It's been a while. It's been a while. How you going, buddy? I've got no excuse, Goss. I came out here yesterday to get my feet wet to make sure I still knew the lay of the land. So, yeah. Ready to go? Uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. What yeah. time's Simo on? Simo's on straight off the top. So after I'll have a, make a bit of a speech, as I often do at the start of the show, and then we'll get straight into Adam Simpson talking about the upcoming season. I watched them do match simulation. Last Friday, yep. Yeah, they're quite... Um, Thursday. There's a, there's a few things to be cautiously optimistic about at West Coast, I think. I'm not saying that they're going to set the world on fire this year, and if they lose senior players again, then it'll be a very, very tough year. But um, their kids look all right, and there's a couple of other sort of middle ages, if you call them, in AFL terms, that look actually like they're going to take a step forward, which is good for them. This is not a reflection of any department, so to speak. I'm just interested to get your opinions. When I watch some footy clubs social media and what they show of the way the team is training, it looks a lot more intense than when I watch West Coast's social media of their training. Now, I don't know whether they're select. It's real selective editing because if you don't go, you don't see. When you were there, did they look – does the, the match seem look intense and strong and physical like you would see at every other club? Because when I watch it and I watch a GWS or a, a Collingwood match sim – and I see it on their socials, it looks a whole lot more focused and physical than when I see West Coast. I think they look different this year to what they did last year. And I think last year the pendulum swung. I think they were ruined by injury and COVID in 2022. And last year they were intent in getting to round one with a full deck of players. And they they did get to round one with good availability. And then they lost them all because they weren't that well prepared. I actually did a story for Code Sports last night and it was based on a couple of conversations I've had with Don Pike and he said there was a feeling at the club that they trained for availability last year. They're training Mm. for durability this year. He makes no apologies for it. He said, we're going to go hard. We're going to go longer. Basically, we need to get better and we also need to be ready. We might lose a couple, but we might lose less in the season if mm. we're better prepared. Yeah, he said that they're going to lose a couple along the way, but they're trying harder. Yeah, and they, they seem to get through Thursday night okay. So um, I think, they look, they're going for them and the state of their list. They're going okay. Anyone off the page? Give me give me someone. Give me someone we should follow that we don't normally... Well, I'll give you a young, smoky who I think might play a little bit earlier than people think. Not necessarily saying round one, but I think Clay Hall's going mm. right. Mm. And, and I think and I think Brockman's going okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I, th- I expect him to be part of their forward line and their midfield. Do you think this this be interesting in both of your opinion? Do you think it might be a long bow? Do you think West Coast and Fremantle are hindered by preseason in Perth because they do have to change their training schedule, their training times? They have to sort of change and modify what they can and can't do in 43 degrees. The feeling is, and both clubs are of this view, the feeling is that heat training is of more value than altitude training. 
So they're happy to put their players out in it and they feel the physical benefits in what it does to their players and how it hardens them. They benefit from the heat. They they, they believe that that heat is more benefit than altitude. Nick White was in the studio, former Wallaby and Western Force recruit halfback in this studio, and he says his coach has them training in the heat of the day. He said it prepares them for the full season proper. So the heat of the day is the way to go. They can get through that and they can get Mm. through anything. Because remember Port Adelaide started going to the desert. Over yep. in the Middle East, they, they they believed it was more value than going to America where Collingwood is going. Now, what about Fremantle? What's your vibe? What's your thoughts out of that one? Of um, Eliza keeps an eye on them predominantly. Yeah, she does. I went down to a media day down there last week. The, the mood I sense was quiet confidence. Not they're not um, off the page, mm. jumping jumping out at you. But I, I think they feel they're going all right. Um, they feel they'll be a year older and stronger. My theory on last year. It's pretty simple. I thought they got too young and too small too quick with the departures. Um, I think, you know, Mundy was probably had to go at 38. Um, a couple of others left, and they shouldn't have lost Acres. I think Acres was a mistake. And I think they got small. Five didn't stand up, and um, and they got pushed around for two months in the midfield before they shifted Hayden Young in there. I thought they looked a different team when Hayden Young went in there. Five seems to be going okay. Um, you know, it's a bit like Elliot Yale West Coast. You sort of like touch any bit of wood you can get your hands on yeah. because obviously their recent durability isn't great. But he seems to be going okay. And I, th- I think they'll be eleven thousand dollars a game he got paid last year. Yeah, it's not bad if you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's a few quirks to those million dollar men, isn't there? I think Andrew Gaff might have been forward paid, mm. so he ended up, I think, very highly paid mm. last year. Um, What's your expectation of the teams from the east? Of who's the faller? Are you are you in the Richmond concern? I think the dynasty clubs are going to be tested. Mm. So that's Geelong, that's Richmond. Um, I think those clubs. You know, mm. like you look at what happened to West Coast two or three years ago. They tried to push on another year, and it just fell in a screaming heap. It's a very tough competition. It's hard to stay up there. You've got to rebuild it some stuff. Duff, you're in after 8 o'clock. Great to have you back in the studio, mate. Can't Absolutely. wait to have a listen. And uh, Adam Sims straight off the top of uh, of the show at 8 o'clock. Thanks for coming in. Thanks. Bye. Mark Duffield back. Mornings with Mark Duffield here on SEN.